welcome back to the Casual Anime Podcast. Back again. I'm Frederick and he's Kushten, and let's get on with the show. So what's you've been up to, Kushten? Well, I splashed out a lot of cash for uh, Blu-ray, <laughs> uh, Blu-ray versions of uh, Parasite and uh, uh, not your name, but... Uh, Koei no Katachi? Yeah, yeah Koei no Katachi. Okay, and uh, not bad at all. I bought some uh, five uh, Junji Ito books and uh, three uh, volumes of uh, Vinland Saga. So. so you've been supporting the anime industry. Is that what yeah, you're saying? Yeah, okay. as I usually do. Um, because... Uh, oh, sorry. Go ahead. Uh, expanding my um, bookshelf, you could say. Sure, sure. I have certain series I like to, to collect... Uh, physically and uh, have some digitally so yeah, yeah the hentai edition i see <laughs> but i mean oh, yeah yeah i wasn't gonna mention this but you cancelled on me about two days ago because we we're gonna do this recording then and let's just say it was just scheduling conflicts uh but i see this is what you've been doing yeah browsing the internet for uh lewd stuff uh sure yeah no i do that watch, from time uh, to time Watched a football game with uh, my mates. Um, yeah. Yeah, a brilliant 0 0 Liverpool uh, Bayern Munich. Yeah. yeah. Yeah, it was a really good game. But uh, yeah. Yeah, I think I have that's to say a that for my other podcasts. Yeah. Well, whatever. Uh, <laughs> back to the show at hand, I think. Uh, I think we might briefly touch on uh, the so called Anime Awards hosted by Crunchyroll. I probably should have been called the Crunchyroll Awards because I don't think anyone just has the right for the name Anime Awards. I mean, <laughs> what does that make them? But anyway, uh, I think the results were pretty much as expected, except two Devilman wins. And I, for the most part, have no problem with the results. I think the picks were pretty mainstream, and that is overall to be expected. Any thoughts? Yeah, Megalog Box got robbed. Um, I need need to uh, to have some love for uh, Megalog Box, my favorite show of the for, last uh, season, last year. For Spineless Joe? No, I mean Gearless Joe, yes, yes. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Spineless uh, Yuri. Okay, yeah. sure. <laughs> no, I mean, uh, I just wish they'd been given Eurocamp and a place further in the universe some more love, but I guess the winners were still worthy either way. Um the only thing I took issue with was uh, the best continuing series, which probably should have been um, Sangatsu no Lion. And I also found like uh, best character design a little weird, but that's pretty a pretty subjective thing, what you find to be a good character design. So, yeah. Yeah, I haven't been keeping up with uh, much comes in like a lion, but uh, yeah, I hear I mean, it's been great. Um, I think the point I was getting to there is that season two is even better than season one, which is pretty rare, but yeah. Yeah. I for sure thought uh, Black Clover was going to win. I'm sure you did. <laughs> and it's also yeah. like this funny thing that it was like sponsored by Devil May Cry 5 and it's like, uh, did they pay extra for subliminal messaging? It's like, uh, we'll give awards to Devil May Cry Baby just to shift more copies of Devil May Cry 5. <laughs> yeah. But uh, we don't want to be sued by spreading conspiracy theories. But yeah, that's basically what we did right here. So yep. don't sue. 
Just speculation. Okay. Speculation. Yeah. So uh, wolf children. Yeah. Uh, so I'm gonna say what I always say about Mamoru Hosoda films. I don't get it. I really don't get the appeal. I don't think you can relate because you're not a father or sure um, or a mother or yeah I think as in his other movies Girl Who Left Through Time and uh, Summer Wars they were more uh, shot through the it was uh, more uh, for the younger audience while this could be more for the uh, parents type but I was a child once and uh, I went to school so uh, wouldn't that make me like uh, resonate with like one of the children yeah well no I didn't but yeah that was but the you point. weren't a wolf you know <laughs> yeah but I, I mean their school life is pretty standard right apart from like one incident so I don't think yeah. like that is the point here I, uh, I mean, I'm, I'm just saying I, I related very much to this movie because I'm a parent and yeah. um, even got the, the father dying and uh, this stuff relating to me. So, yeah. Yeah. And I might Kinda add... Kind of hit me hard. <laughs> yeah. I might add, too, that that would definitely hit someone hard. But I might add, too, like I was re-watching this. Uh, I'd seen it a bunch of years ago. And, like, the only thing I, like, took from this was that, like, well, yes, this looks very good, having seen a lot of anime in the meantime. This looks very good. But apart from that, it's like, uh, I still didn't get anything else from it. It's, like, more awkward to watch. I knew, like, when the cringe would happen, I knew everything. And it's like, well, it's just building up for me to sit there and take more notes, I guess. <laughs> yeah. Well, you, you you at least found uh, Hana to be inspirational in how she's. Um, yeah, and yeah. She, she gets so little payoff for it too. But I yeah. mean, that's kind of the point here. Is like, well, as long as they are happy, I, I I am happy, and I will always be smiling because that is what I need to do. <laughs> yeah. So anyway, I mean, we should probably give like some context to what we're saying um basically this girl hana was like uh i don't know how old she is in the start of the movie maybe very early 20s yeah she's a student and she meets like this tall dark stranger at university and uh they end up uh falling in love and uh, basically she's fine she, she finds out that he's uh like uh one of the last werewolves, maybe the last. And they end up having children. Two children. And uh, he ends up uh, dying. And she is, like, stuck with raising these uh, wolf children, basically. Which she doesn't really know how to deal with. And puts her through a lot of trouble because she doesn't want to... She wants to keep this a secret. Because she's so afraid of what will happen if they're exposed, so... Yeah, it basically leads to like a lot of trouble for her, which ultimately ends up with them moving to the countryside, and then having like uh, the growing up period there instead, and all the things that entails, I guess. 
So yeah, I think that's basically it. Uh, anything uh, I forgot that's important without spoiling too much? Uh, I think we're spoiling a lot. I don't think, think well, there's I mean, stuff to be spoiled. Uh, I think it's pretty obvious that uh, in, in the movie called Wolf Children that <laughs> the children are going to be wolves, yeah. Yeah, yeah. And uh, I just have to put this out there. Uh, Yuki as uh, uh, wolf in, uh, in her uh, two years, she is. Uh, that's could, that could be the cutest thing I've ever seen. It could be. <laughs> I'm just putting it out there. Um, yeah, I mean... And she's so feral and wild. Uh, it's, uh, yeah. It's kind of interesting, cool. like... Um, because this is basically just a story about how Hana just stays the same and then how her children is uh, growing up uh, around her, constantly changing, constantly yeah. being different. It's like... Uh, um, Yuki starts off like this hyperactive uh, furball and uh, then she slows down when she finally starts school and then she decides she wants to be a human instead and then she goes down that path while uh, Ame goes the completely different path from being like very like um, afraid of everything to becoming confident and independent and basically rejecting humanity so it's like yeah it's like two different paths with uh, like uh, Hana sitting there in the middle like having to deal with all this shit. <laughs> yeah. Did you get the My Neighbor Totoro feeling when they got to the house? Yeah, it's a very Totoro feeling. Maybe a re reversed Totoro in a way. Because they're kind of forced to move here while, uh, while it's important for... or Well, it's the best thing for the children that they move here yeah. instead of like uh, in Totoro where they just move here and then the father is trying to make light of the situation but in both cases they just have the both the parents just have to keep on smiling without for the sake of the children so yeah yeah I kind of feel like I got baited into this film because if you notice in the start there is very little dialogue and all the only music. And this plays oh. like this uh, melodic, uh, kind of melancholic tune, along yeah. the entire path. While it's like slowly narrated by, uh, by the girl, in very low like dialogue. And if you think the entire film is gonna be like this, well, great. But then all the screaming starts. So yeah. <laughs> yeah. Well, I I think the. The way he shows time passing is quite brilliant. I wasn't expecting to to sit through um, sit through this and and, and watch uh, because normally you would just have one year later in the text on the screen. Yeah, I think that is super interesting. It's like panning back and forth between classrooms and showing the height comparison uh, too. I think yeah, that is one of the details. Like uh, I think parents will let. let like put extra stock into like yeah i do that with my kids yeah yes, I, I'm, I measure how tall they are <laughs> it's like one of the most precious memories so it's like yeah well i get that yeah 
But I think you're kind of going for a very narrow audience if you're going for all only the parents. Because, like, otaku, the way they're portrayed, they only get sucked into isekai. They don't have kids, you know? <laughs> yeah. So, I mean, who is going to relate to this if that is true? Because otaku don't have kids. Not, yeah. not according to their own stories, at least. <laughs> yeah, I, I think uh, I think maybe it's just um, just something he wants to to tell us, um, show how uh, how life could be in the in the rural uh, side of uh, and how how they deal with uh, diversity. Yeah, because uh, honestly, this, this movie does. Does diversity really great? Uh, can you elaborate on that? I mean, no. I I didn't really think of it that way. I guess it's kind of right, like afraid to stick out and things like that. But I feel, yeah. I feel like uh, once. Um, the villagers uh, understood that well this lady isn't gonna give up she's gonna keep sowing this trying to, to kill or she's gonna kill her crops until she finally su succeeds then we're gonna help her but uh, yeah I guess they're initially like uh, they're gonna wait and see but ultimately they're pretty welcoming yeah in the end uh, and uh, then they're fantastic because they're uh, helping each other to survive giving each other uh, different vegetables and egg and well then she gets a new refrigerator <laughs> yeah this is basically communism it's like you you plant this and you plant this and uh, like at the end of the year we're gonna share like uh... yeah <laughs> and I'm not gonna say anything more about communism because that's probably just gonna get me in trouble but anyway uh so you like communism i'm not gonna say anything and no, no okay. i don't yeah. like communism <laughs> yeah uh yeah you destroyed my freight train of thought <laughs> yeah i'm sorry um Let, let's uh discuss this uh concept of them just fine like uh deciding to live in this like rundown house yeah I think there's something about this I heard somewhere. I think it was Sakura's quest. And I don't know to what extent it's actually true, but apparently there's like uh like many abandoned countryside houses where the owners move to cities and then they let the houses decay because it's much cheaper than demolition costs. It's just not worth uh yeah, keeping it yeah. like um I don't have any experience with that, but um, yeah, could be um, could be a thing. Uh, but when you saw the restoration thing, it's like, uh, and how nice it turned out. Like, uh, it was something satisfying about that, right? Yeah, all you need to make a house great is some love. Um, and she does it with so hard work. Um, but, uh, I mean, up on the roof. <laughs> sounds like that would be a lot of cost, though, even though you did it all yourself. It would be a lot of material cost. I think they had most of it in the shed. Okay, uh, sure. 
But then again, if 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 you were going to an abandoned house and fixing it, yeah, it would be a great cost. It just seemed like it looked ended up looking way too nice. It's like, well, she probably got some help though, because after a while she became like the uh, the mascot kind of of the of the village. <laughs> Everyone came around and tried to help her and uh, do what they could. Yeah, and uh, and she uh, solved the the riddle to uh, to not having her crops destroyed. It's yeah, the children. Yeah. <laughs> Wolfurin apparently keeps. Yeah. Uh, well, of course it does. It's like a probably instinct to stay away from uh, when they smell wolves. But yeah, it's it's kind of funny that. Uh, It was kind of a funny way to put it while having Yuki just run through the scene and saying that she needs to pee. Yeah. <laughs> and they're kind of discussing this thing. And it was also so satisfying to see uh, her ripping up like uh, 20 potatoes from like half a potato soda or whatever. There's something yeah. so adult about, about that concept, I guess. <laughs> yeah. And... Um... I don't know if it was just me, but uh, I thought really they were trying to um, when um, when the salesman or whoever he was um, showed them the house uh, and he told them about the vegetables uh, getting destroyed and eaten and, and such. I really thought there was a wolf tribe living in the mountain or something. Uh, well, like there was, uh, there you know, was, you know uh, that wolves are extinct in Japan, right? Yeah, but then again, there was one. Yes, but it was it was from Russia and it was bred in captivity. Yeah, no, I mean uh, the wolf father. Oh yeah, oh sure, sure, yes. Yeah, so there could be other tribes or. Um, yeah. Yeah. There, there could be. But then again, I think they were trying to tone down the fantasy element in the in the movie and more about the relationships and and the growing and yeah. change. And I mean, uh, it's like, uh, what is it to say about like wolves? They, they like have enormous territories and walk over such big distances. So it's like, there wouldn't be a lot of them anyway, I think. No. But yeah, it's like uh, the concept of, well, would this be lone wolves or would it be packs? Like, because both can exist. It's like uh, more a question of... Uh, how cohesive something is and how much food there is around and like the necessity of uh, having a pack versus uh, like the pros of going alone. It's like, yeah, all of these factors anyway. <laughs> yeah. And they based um, Yuri from a Megalobox on, uh, on the Russian wolf. <laughs> sure. <laughs> Trying to get Megalobox in wherever I can. <laughs> Sorry about that. Uh, We're talking yeah. about names. I mean, they're pretty stupidly named, I guess. Yuki for the snow when she was born in the winter, and Ame for the rain when he was born in the spring. Yeah. Quite. Um, but I do enjoy easy. that there's uh, well, like one syllable names because it makes it much easier to remember. Usually, I just say, I find I like find something characteristic about a person and then just call them that. <laughs> yeah. Like big nose boy or whatever. That's that's kind of. 
derogative, but yeah, you kind of have to do that when his name is so complicated. Yeah. And the and the the way uh, they were born uh, at home, because they didn't know if uh, they were coming out human or wolf, was kind of a nice touch. Yeah, I guess that's a toss-up. Um, I was kind of surprised that Child Protective Services knew about them, though, since they weren't born at the I hospital. I think that you have to register them anyway. Yeah, you have to. But home, but, uh, why would you? Well, if they were going to school at one point. Yeah, but she had just... no intention of sending them to school, you saw. It's like she had to beg yeah. to be sent to school. But yeah, the, she probably didn't know that when uh, like her husband was still alive. She probably thought, well, yeah, I could stay at home and look after these kids while he is working or whatever, and it would be fine. Yeah, She didn't take uh, him dying into account. And that was a strange thing, too. Like, what, what in the world was he doing? Well, they kind of explained it like uh, he was uh, hunting food for them. But yes, then again, and what happened? Did he well, get hit by a car or something? Yeah. Because there's no way that bird killed him. <laughs> no, 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 no. But uh, I think it's a throwback, uh, not a throwback, uh, what you call a foreshadowing of yes, uh, yes, Ame of, uh... falling in the water. But wolves can swim, you know? Yeah. But uh, these wolves can't. Uh, no, but the sister can swim. I think he just didn't hadn't learned to swim yet. No. Um, because the sister saves uh, um, Yuki saves Ame when he falls into the water. So obviously she can swim. Yeah. So yeah, I, and, I don't and, know. And you would think the father would know how to swim. Of course he knows how to swim. So, so he must have so... hit his head or something. It's like. Uh, he must have gotten very unlucky, I guess. But yeah, it's kind of strange. Yeah. It's a plot death, uh, plot driving death. Um, yeah. Because if he was alive, they would have no intention of moving to the uh, farm side. You don't uh, think they would have done that anyway? I think uh, the mother likes to study so uh, much that uh, she would probably finish her education. Well, or something in yes, that way. maybe, um, but yeah. I think she would just do whatever was best for the children, and I think whatever is best for the children is moving to the countryside. Yeah, no doubt. Speaking. No and doubt. for the father, too. Yeah. They would have a mentor figure in the woods and all of that. But then again, don't you think the mother would be left out? I don't think so. The children and the father running in the mountainside and... No, I mean, I think um, Ame would bond to the mother early, and then when he gets his, like, uh, when he finds his, like, courage, he saw, like, after the first snowfall, and he went for that kingfisher, he's like, yeah, well, now now I'm a, now I'm a real wolf. Yeah. So he'll, he'll be very attached to the mother early, and then it's going to switch when... Um, and Yuki decides to go to school, she'll be more attached to the mother. So it's going to be like back and forth, I think. Like it usually is, I think. Yeah. Yeah. Well, maybe. Yeah. And like to that effect, I thought I heard like this very strange thing. 
because we're dealing with uh, we're dealing with like actors here, not voice actors for the most part. I think. Yeah. And I kind of want to discuss why they pick actors for films, or a lot of films pick actors and not voice actors. Do you have any insights as to why they do this? <laughs> Is it for like broader reach? I think it's for broader reach. Um, I think it's because um, I'm not gonna come down on anyone, but uh, the anime has kind of a higher pitch tone to their voices. Uh, at least in in the, the stuff I watch. Uh, yeah, they they do. They have like these tropey anime voices yeah. a lot of the time, but I think they're also better at what they do. Yeah, no doubt. Uh, I think it's kind of like a hit or miss, like not. Uh, yeah, but it's like uh, it was like this weird shift where they went from like uh, children. And then they switched over to like the actor, like, uh, yeah, like grown a actors again. And then they sounded like they were 17 or something. It's like very weird change, even though they were like 10 and 12. Yeah. <laughs> they went from being children to being like uh, grown up. And that was really off putting, I guess. Yeah. Uh, so what I'm again, the... basically saying is that like the children they actually hired for this to voice the children of uh, Ame and Yuke were better than the actors. Mm. And that's very impressive. Yeah, I can see what you mean. Uh, I didn't take much note to it. Uh, yeah, I, I guess oh. it's always a risk, like using children. Is that, isn't that what they say? Never work with children or animals. <laughs> yeah. Yeah, there's always a risk going with mainstream actors too. It's like, uh, I remember when they hired Peter Dinklage to do voices for Destiny. And they had to fire him because he didn't know what he was doing. He just read like boring lines or whatever. I believe that's the story anyway. You can probably yeah, look it up. Yeah, uh, probably something else uh, in there. Um, well, yeah. I can just imagine him sounding like Tyrion and reading up like this. Uh, yeah. It's very yeah. boring, dry thing, <laughs> and acting with his face rather than his voice. I, I could, I could imagine that happening. Yeah, I think so too. Uh, a great actor, um, probably not a great voice actor. Um, yeah, that was that. That's what I said. But anyway. Yeah. Well, I yeah. Do you have points? Well, I was gonna touch on the note where um, where they went to uh, to either the doctor or the veterinarian, and she's uh, calling the hotline or nine one one, asking yeah. for advice. Uh, <laughs> and uh, Yuki has uh, eaten the silica gel, uh, which is quite funny because, uh, well, it's just funny. I don't know if if it's kind of like uh, someone jabbing like a fork into a, like a plug, right? Yeah, yeah, it's the same uh, kind of funny. Okay, okay, sure. But it's like, uh, yeah, you understand that these children are kind of like more resilient than normal children. But the mother is kind of like not knowing what she's supposed to do. Yeah, 
like yeah veterinarian or or hospital but in this case i think veterinarian would have been better yeah but then again you would have run the risk of them finding out yeah yeah that, that's not what i mean oh. i think the oh. veterinarian would be better qualified to deal with the problem if it was a problem yeah And, like, I don't really understand why, like, when they actually start to mingle, like, how no one else sees, like, what it's what is actually happening here. Because she obviously doesn't have a dog. No. And even if she had a dog, why would she smell uh, so that the other would smell it? Um... Yeah, but, like, a lot of people see Yuki in wolf form and like, oh, you have a new yeah. dog, Hana. Now that's not a dog. That looks like a wolf. There are no wolves here, silly. Yeah. Yeah. And it's oh. a crossbreed uh, thing. That yeah. wolf wears the same clothes as how as you well, wears. Well, yeah, that, that's a that's a weird thing. Um, yes. Yes. And then again, uh, the thing about tying their sweaters to their neck uh, and well, having their hair too. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. No. Well, Amish stops doing that though. While when he like kind of goes rogue, yeah, and tries when to he find meets himself. Meets Sensei, yeah. Yeah, which but... is kind of weird that a fox would lead a wolf. I think. Well, he's still very young. Yeah, and like his mother is a human, so I don't think he sees anything wrong with his sensei being a fox. Right? Yeah, could it be. Um, Prejudices and all that you were talking about earlier. Yeah. I think it's also very convenient that, uh, like, the one other person that knows about their secret decides to not say anything. I found that very weird that uh, Sohei-kun doesn't do anything about it. It just grows even more fascinated with Yuki after that. Yeah, it's um, kind of a... And who the fuck chases down the girl who tells them, like, go away? <laughs> well, this is before the Me Too days, uh, I think. Well, he didn't do anything wrong anyway. It's like, well, he he's like 10, so it doesn't really matter. No, uh, I mean, uh, you know... Yeah, sure, sure. Uh, before social media and, and uh, stuff like this... Uh... I think it's kind of... I mean... Well, I'm, I'm not going to get into it. In this that, case, you know. she kind of assaulted him, so anyway, yeah. Yeah. A quick jab to the ear. Uh, but why and does uh... it say anything when, like, uh, Hana obviously asks him very prodding questions about wolves? Like, oh, but do you still like wolves? And uh, yeah, <laughs> did you see well, a wolf I, I that think... day? And I was like, well... Obviously, Hana knows with those leading questions. Yeah, I think it was that day he finally he really found out. I think the mother kind of gives it away with all the questions. But he tells um, Yuki that he knew all along. Yeah, and Hana t telling these questions to him, I think, uh, kind of sealed it. Yeah, might have been. Yeah. But anyway, what would be the consequences of them even revealing it? I, 
Like uh, their kids, nothing's going to happen to them. It's like, it's going to be fine. No. No. Uh, no, they're going to live their life in a lab or in a cage. <laughs> no, they're not. Yeah. I'm quite serious. Uh, have you heard of uh, Area 51? They have sure, some, uh, but they're not gonna there. like things are gonna happen. It's gonna be worldwide news, and it's like gonna be outrage if anything happens to them like that. I think uh, the government's gonna. So shut this is down what's gonna happen. It's like, <laughs> like morally speaking, they're gonna get like secret addresses and whatever, and they're gonna get get to live their life in peace or whatever. And they're gonna have to relocate every time someone finds out. But yeah. It would probably be fine. It's like uh, the concept of uh, the borrowers and Ariati. Like when they're actually found out, well, it was really no big deal. They didn't have to move. Really. I mean, there's like uh, one in three humans are okay with them, I guess. That's basically what I learned <laughs> from that. Yeah. Well, I think the, in a small place like where they're living now, they would be fine. Yeah, but I mean, but in the school, I, I sure it's like, gonna be uh, weird, but uh, yeah, yeah, I felt like Kana went to. She she almost kills herself working so hard to try to keep this secret. Was it? Is it really worth all that struggle? Doing all of that alone, it's like, well, please, girl, get some help because <laughs> yeah. you deserve to. Like. Uh, Go on a spa. Not uh, work so hard, yeah. That's basically yeah. it. Well, she's... Uh, I think they're portraying her as the strong woman, kind of like Ghibli does, um, which is very great. Uh, I love that. Uh, it just uh, gives the atmosphere some... Uh, if, she was, if, if she had it easy, it wouldn't be a, a great movie, I think. Yeah. And also, like, the caveat that everything that is happening... Is narrated is like in the memories of Yuki. Yeah. So we don't know if it actually happened or not, but I mean, it obviously happened. Why would she even invent this? But everything is written from like. I would guess her diary from when she attended the dorm in middle school is what it sounds like. Yeah. So like um, thirteen or twelve or thirteen years have passed, and that's basically it. Like, her mother worked her ass off for, like, 12, 13 years, and then afterwards she could probably relax a little more in the countryside. Listening yeah. to uh, Ame howl in the mountains and probably getting letters a, from uh, Yuki now and then. A great touch. Uh, and eating uh, dinner with her uh, husband, late husband. Yeah. Yeah. Uh... So there's this one scene I think is pretty important that yeah I don't still don't get but yeah whatever. Um, it's the scene where like uh, um, when Hana follows Ame uh, in, when the storm rages and uh, she passes out and uh, Ame leaves her in like the parking lot and walks away. And she says this line about, well, I haven't given you anything yet or whatever. Yeah. I think it is. Uh, uh, what does she even mean by that? I, uh, I've i been thinking about that for a while. I'm, uh, 
I can't really come up with any good answer. Um, I think maybe uh, education, perhaps. I think she, maybe she feels she hasn't been able to do anything for him. Like, uh, yeah, he has. He hasn't. She hasn't been able to make him find his place. But he has yeah. done that himself without her knowing. Yeah, and uh, even in the before that, in the dream world where uh, the wolf father is, uh, he, he kind of tries to comfort her and tell her she raised the kids right. Yeah, because in her, her eyes, he is still her precious Ame, who's like been introverted his entire life. Yeah, and he's like ten, so. Yeah, but is it, and, uh, in his eyes, he grew up like in a day, like that one event made yeah, him grow up. The drown, drowning event, uh, and or then the he's hunting. been, uh, and then he's been like a capable outdoors person ever since. Yeah, but then again, who goes out to the woods when they're ten, you know, and and lives there? Yeah, but that is kind of the point. He is an adult now yeah. in his mind. In the in, wolf, yeah, in the wolf. I don't know. Uh, I don't know if there's some. Uh, wolf age or you know when you say uh, your dog is seven years old and that makes him 48 if it's different for if it's the same for wolves I don't know I'm just reaching uh, yeah I don't know either but he's probably just past puberty in wolf in wolf yeah. age I guess uh, but it's kind of weird that he decides to leave the pack it's kind of like wolves live in packs, so he decides to go out alone. Start a new pack. And that's going to be it's going to be a lot of like curiosity about this all these wolf howls because yes, as I said, wolves are supposed to be extinct. Yeah. But then again, uh, how different is a uh, He's going to be hunted and... down <laughs> by poachers. <laughs> no, don't say that. <laughs> uh well, if he's smart, he's going to turn into a human before they show up. So, yeah. Yeah. I don't know what's uh, more weird, seeing a wolf or a naked uh, boy in the woods. Sure. But, sure. I mean, yeah. the woods is a good place to be naked. You don't expect to be, people to be there. So, it's like, it can invent some story, I'm sure. Yeah. And if you see someone naked, you kind of don't want to ask questions either. You just look the other way and just walk the other way. Yeah, you're not gonna, gonna a... ask why are you naked in the woods. Yeah, well... it could be in a in a sect, you know, uh, up in the mountains. Uh, I don't know. I don't think that's the right word. I think it's the. F yeah, I think it's fine. Yeah, I think it perfectly <laughs> explains a naked man in the woods. <laughs> yeah. So yeah, like basically that's it. It's like uh, after twelve years, Ame goes into the woods and Yuki goes into education. The end. Yeah. And Hana stays on the farm. <laughs> of course, of course. Roll credits. I uh, didn't quite take notice of the music in the film. Yeah, I think it's... I think it was very toned down. It's very quiet. It's like yeah. uh, most prominent in the start because there isn't any dialogue. 
they're just mel melodic in the start but uh i don't think the music is what you're supposed to uh take note of no the scenery and yeah i think mostly the yeah. scenery and he also has like a thing for flowers but that's hana though because she isn't she is basically named flower i think yeah yes so that would explain that uh I think, like, one of the issues I have is, like, uh, maybe he's, like, stuck in the 80s or something. Because uh, uh, his characters just look the same every time. It's like this... They don't have a, a, a concrete shape. Yeah. They kind of flow out of their form. Yeah, and I know, I know what I mean. Uh, kind of filler-acting. And, like... With the backgrounds this good, these 2D characters don't really look at home there sometimes. No. And it uh, it was the same in... Uh... It's the same in all of his films. Yeah. <laughs> I, w I, I wasn't going to say that, but uh, it was just what the one movie where, where they, um, they shot the, the last uh, couple of scenes uh, where they uh, almost like... Uh, uh, live action, yeah, could be Summer Wars. Oh yeah, yeah. Uh, <laughs> it's like I don't a, know. kind of like it's a just, blur uh, for me, like uh, all his films right now. Yeah, <laughs> kind of blurring I, I into know, each yeah. other with white shirts on. There's uh... <laughs> something about those white shirts floating around on bicycles. Yeah. I think it's um, the only thing I can think of right now. Yeah, I think he could have uh, made some uh, good sceneries uh, for. Uh, he should have been working together with. Uh, yeah, yeah. With Gibney, maybe. <laughs> yeah, it could be in uh, in the new company. Uh, yeah, I heard it was. Uh, Onak, yeah, I heard it was actually gonna direct uh, Howl's Moving Castle or something, but they turned it down. And, Ooh. like, probably because it's about adults. And I don't think he is about that kind of adulting. He's about the children kind of adulting. Yeah. Because House Moving Castle is about... Like, uncharacteristically for Miyazaki, it's not about children growing up. It's about, like, adults not growing up or whatever. <laughs> like, one kind of, like, Peter Pan ish character there yeah that's all you need to know i guess um and i also like tried to do some research and apparently has like two children so kind of oh. makes sense and are they born in winter um uh, i rain? don't know <laughs> but i think there's like they're around four and two or whatever now whatever they would be yeah so they're very young still yeah uh, fun fact about the movie it uh Won two awards in at the Oslo Films. The Oslo Films is that even a yeah. thing? It says so in uh, my annual list. Okay, is Oslo there any prestige with... in that at all? <laughs> yeah, like an Oslo Film Festival. Uh, I don't really see it. it doesn't really have no. a ring to it. I don't know. We're kind of four million people here. Uh, yeah, I mean five maybe. Mm. If it's not the Oscars, it's like uh, it has to be along the French Riviera or something to be even important. 
Yeah, it won an audience award uh, in the New York International Children Film Festival. Children film? And I, I don't think I, this is a children film, though. Yeah. I think that is the and, problem. Uh, I think you have to have experienced or witnessed like pain and suffering and loss and all of these things to even appreciate yeah. a lot of the detail in this film. And for it to yeah. be two hours, I think it becomes very boring if you haven't like experienced or lived life at least yeah so yeah hmm. interesting that's basically my I take think, on it i think that basically sums everything up yeah and i think we've been going on long enough you want to wrap this up final yeah, points you can find us at um twitter and soundcloud and podcast addicts and every podcast app you have uh, the casual anime podcast we try to release one episode each week and uh, we'll see you next week yes we will and well actually one final thing and this was kind of creepy because like with all this research we've been doing i've been googling a lot like typing you know, every wolf children into imdm and imdb and mal and google and whatever and then i get a th- fuck ton of parent ads on my other devices and these spying companies man <laughs> this is extremely yeah. scary but Google anyway got you yeah Google got you. they got me but yeah. anyway think about that until next time goodbye